You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. <laughs> yeah. We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> Annie, I did the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life this week. I s- struggle to believe that. Oh, yeah. Because worst... I know the list is very long. <laughs> the list is so long and I would say it's the worst thing so far, but I just don't know if I'll ever be able to top it. It's terrible. Really? Yep. Did you murder someone? What oh, have you done? I killed someone's spirits and beliefs in me, sure. <laughs> really? Um, I forgot my own mother's birthday. Oh, you must be an angel then because that wouldn't even register um, the things that I've done in my life. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. It's awful. But it's, it's re- in all of your life, that's it. I think, yeah, well, I've put my mum in such a high regard that to hurt her feelings like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I hate that. I f- really felt so bad. I woke up the day after and I looked at my, you know how Facebook says like on this day mm. and my mum's birthday is the day before my brother's and I'm going through my Facebook on this day and each year I keep saying like, happy birthday to my big bro. And I was like, why do I keep doing that every year? And then I was like, oh yeah, it must be his birthday. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks, and I realised, shit, yesterday was mum's birthday and I fucking forgot. There's nothing you can do. The panic. How did you forget? Well, because normally if I was at work that day, I would remember because I'd see the date. It's always around. But it was my day off. I wasn't working and I don't look at the date. I never know the date if it's a, a, not a work day. Oh. So if I'd been at work, yeah. And also, she didn't have Facebook turned on. So normally Facebook would remind oh, me. So your so she doesn't have her birthday in her Facebook. No, she said she took it off because We're she said so reliant on people because like people that actually care about me would we'll know. know. And I, that cut me so deep. Well, it was the truth. It was. You the just truth. don't care enough. <laughs> I called her the next day because Perth's three hours behind. So I realised this pretty early, and I felt so shit. And I thought, what am I going to do? And Palmer's saying, make up a lie. Just make up a lie. And I said, no. She's my mum, I'll be honest. So she called, I called her and I just said, do you hate me? And she goes, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Kind of hate Honesty is uh, genetic in your family. Oh, Great. And she'll never let me forget it. Like she has just been giving, hanging so much shit on me for it because she just thinks I don't love her. And to be fair, if my kids forget my birthday, I will be cut. Yeah. Big time. Oh, I remember my best friend forgot my birthday one year and I messaged her the next day and I said, oh, you forgot my birthday. Mm. And she felt so awful and she called me and she's like, we were moving house. Like she just moved interstate. She's like, I was moving house and it was a really busy day. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. I was like, I would never forget a person that I love. Like I'd never forget their birthday, but no worries, babe. And then I did it to my own mother and you can't take that back. My kids have all just had their birthdays as well because, as you know, all three of my kids celebrate birthdays in the same week. And everyone's like, ooh, what were you doing around that time of the year? It's like, no. My (laughs) daughters were severely prem, three months. I did not plan that. All in the same week. Yeah. And I get a little bit cut that I am forced to 
make a big song and dance about their birthday. I love them. Of course I'm going to do it. Mm. But hold on a second. I birthed them. I feel like I need the party. Right. Right. My anatomy has (laughs) never been the same. (laughs) In order for you to be here, like... I had it to should sacrifice. really be about me. Yeah, 100%. It should be. Yeah. If, if it was my birthday and I had to thank my mum, I'd probably forget to do that anyway because I forgot <laughs> her birthday as well. So To be fair, though, I would love for my birthday this year, I, I know it's a little bit petty, but I would love to just put it out there. It's free. Oh, it's Everyone, a free gift. Yep, free gift to me. Yeah. Free gift to me, and that is that I don't have to wish anyone happy birthday for a year on Facebook. Like, you know, there's that obligation <laughs> every time there's someone's birthday, and and there's a particularly a little thing in one of my friendship circles that you have to go through old photos and make a collage. I make a collage, not just one photo. No, 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 a little collage, and you put it on Facebook and whatever, and then that, and it takes a time. Yeah. And what am, what do I say? Like, I really love you, but I'm I'm coming dry mm. now, and also because like, I I get really into it. I'm like writing vows. Like more than I did for my wedding. Like you mean so much to me. I have no other friend. Like, can we just make an agreement that like you don't have to do any photo collages for me and uh, tell me how much you love me? Because like you know we catch up all the time. I know it's fine. And as well though, the thing is, I don't get that many photos with all of my friends. So I'm recycling the same friggin' photos from like five years ago each yes. year. I'm just like, oh yeah. Remember this one? <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh. I actually find the people that I hang out with the most, I have the least photos with. Yeah. Oh, and another thing is the photos that you post, right, because they're always the photos that you're going through, are the ones where you look the best. They're not necessarily where they look the best because, like, fuck, if I look good in the photo and you don't, I'm not that good of a friend that I'm not going to post it. Like, if you're yeah. so-so and I'm fire, the photo's going up. I don't want to shove that on your wall. One of my bestest friends in their whole world, so obviously on party you, of <laughs> course, um, I'm just going to name drop her, Cat. right? Cat's Brilliant. my best friend and she has this thing where everyone in our friendship circle holds their breath on their birthday in anticipation for the photo that she is going to upload of them. Yeah. Because she's brutal. She doesn't understand that on your birthday you don't want that. One of our friends is incredible. She works for the UN overseas. She has a high-flying job. She's, like, helping elephants in oh, deforestation and all this stuff. And then Kat uploaded a photo of her and our other friend, pashing, and put it on Facebook for all of her work colleagues to see, her mum to see. Yeah. She's And then, you know, for me, like, Kat uploads a photo of me when I was 14 and we were doing it like a skit because we used to always make videos and she put up a photo of me dressed up as a man like happy drag birthday. king yeah happy birthday Annie no worries yeah like I hadn't even hit puberty then <laughs> that's the other thing it's always you know that pubescent yeah those those puberty weird phase mm. shots that she always uploads like stop it's like you know how your mum always just thinks you look beautiful, right? Like, yes. And she'll put the ugliest motherfucking photo of you online <laughs> yes. and comment, like, look at my beautiful girl. And her friends obviously don't, like, they know I look shit, but they're just like, stunning daughter Marie, like, love it, looks beautiful. Uh, no, mum, if you're going to put a photo up of me, that's fine, but make sure I look good. But she doesn't have that filter. She just thinks I look good all the time. Yes. Like me from, like, a bad angle lying down, 
like, oh, jowls up to here, yes. just so bad. It's just like my stunning little pumpkin. Um, bitch, no. <laughs> and don't you dare tag me in that because I'm removing the tag. I know. My mum in her house. So when you walk into my mum and dad's house, on the walls is, like, just massive photo collages of how proud they are of mm-hmm. us all. But the biggest one that she has on her wall is after I gave birth to Maliki. And I just had... No, I'm not body shaming myself at all. I know I actually thought I felt great and all that, but I have got so much fluid and I could, <laughs> I look at it and I can remember I'm sitting on a giant surfboard pad in that photo. <laughs> I can tell, like I know I can remember that time. Could that be the smaller photo? Yeah. Why the massive giant photo? Why blow that one up? Yeah. No. Why? Well, that's just, that's, it's mothers. Mothers. Just, but I mean, look, okay. I did forget my mom's birthday and it's, it's bad, but I do have a large tattoo of my mum, uh, which should have me covered, literally <laughs> covered, um, for the rest of time as being the best daughter in the world. Because what daughter would get a tattoo of their mum? Like, the best one. Me. Yeah. I did it. Um, although it has bitten me in the ass because, ooh, okay. So, look, my mum, I wanted to get a pin-up tattoo, right? Mm. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get a little pin up. And I thought, well, look, my mum was a beauty queen. Why not get a photo of her? Literal beauty queen. Literal beauty queen. Like, stunning. So I thought, I'll get a photo of her. Now, I got this really nice tattoo on my back. It's very realistic. She looks beautiful. And I was out one night, and I'm chatting to this guy, and he was pretty cute. And I was like, <laughs> someone going to get some tonight, you know. And this guy starts talking about my tattoos, and then he was like, whoa, now that one on your back is amazing. And I was like, yeah, thanks. He's like, who is that? Like, she's beautiful. And I was like, oh, it's my mum. And he goes, your mum? Where is she now? I was like, um, uh, what do you mean? He's like, what's she doing? Tell her to come down. Tell her to come down. I was like, look, she lives in Perth, mate. And I don't know what she's doing because I haven't checked in because I'm out at a bar. Like, she might be out at lunch with my grandmother at this point. I don't know what she's doing, right? And he wouldn't let up. He was just like, she's so hot. And I was like, yeah, all right. He's like, well, next time your mum's in town, get her to hit me up. And I'm just staring at this guy flabbergasted because I'm saying to him, look, yes, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's like, but she doesn't look like that now. (laughs) The closest thing to that is me. Like the closest you're going to get to that on this planet right now is me. And I'm standing right in front of you and I totally will go home with you. And he's like, no, your mum. So, so you're trying to tell me that your mum cut your lunch and she wasn't even there. She cut. She cock-blocked me from across the country. <laughs> That's a feet and a half. Yeah. Oh, my god! Like, what the fuck? That's magic uh, power. I, I, <laughs> that she... That is so funny. Does your mum like that you've got a massive tattoo of you of her on your back? Um, like, yeah. And we're not talking small. No. We're talking giant yeah. tattoo. Well, when I... I was going to do it as a surprise because... Um, well, I just, yeah, I was going to get a little surprise for it, but I got really drunk one night and she was saying that I don't love her and I was talking on the phone and I was like, you want to know how much I love you? I'm getting a tattoo of you. And she was so fucking against it. She was like, absolutely not. And the girl that did it for me, she's really good at portraits. Like, it's hard to do a portrait tattoo. So I was, if it was someone else that was going to do a shit job, I wouldn't have gone to no. them. But I knew that she was going to do a My good job. My favourite are those online photos where they Photoshop in the tattoo into the family portrait all, you know those ones and, and then the pictures all like wonky yeah. and stuff so 
she thought that was going to happen and she was dead against it. And, you know, all my friends are saying, no, no, like, Festin's going to turn it out. She's going to do a really good job. So I go off to do it. I'm gone for ages. I get home and she's still against it. And then she sees it. Oh, had to get a photo. That photo became her profile picture. She was, she's obsessed. She, she loves, loves it. it. She fucking loves it. As oh. you would. Well, I sort of have not quite the equivalent, but I do have a tattoo on my body um, that's dedicated to my family. Quite literally, it says family, right? Just family. It just says family. What? Where is it? Yeah, I know. Where I, is it? Because I haven't well, seen it. Well, I haven't shown you ever. And there's a reason for it, But, Annie, right? if, you get, if it's somewhere on your body that I haven't seen, means that you got a tattoo that says family in an awkwardly sexual place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was 18 and, like, three days old. And, oh, you know, 18 and three days old. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. you know, the minute you turn 18, you're like, I've got this, I can do all these things now and I'm, you know, I'm a feminist and I own my body. Like, I'm going to do to my body what I want to do to my body. I have ownership, right? And I was getting my first tattoo and I didn't tell my family because I thought it's going to be such a nice surprise, they're going to love it. So went down to my aunties and my aunties like, you are so incriminating me, like, you can't get a tattoo on my watch. I was like... Bad luck. Thanks for letting me stay the night. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm 18 I'm doing now. It I'm anyway. 18 in three days. Watch me. Yeah. So I had never had a tattoo before and I went into the tanning parlour and I just want family. It's nothing. Like your husband would absolutely laugh at some 18-year-old <laughs> kid going, can I just have this word, I family? I family. And so I said to the, <laughs> the person, I want family and I want it on my lower back, like on the right side on my lower back. And then I got in there and you know when you're penciling it up on the back to, you know, hmm. see, it does it look good there, does it look good there? I started chickening out and I was like, oh, no, maybe it'll be too visible there, like a little bit lower, a little bit lower, a little bit lower. It got How so low did you fucking wait- go? <laughs> It's on my right ass. Shut the fuck up, Annie. You no have a word tattoo of a that says family on your butt. Yep. And I <laughs> I can't. That that's the that that takes it home. Like that's brilliant. I did it and I I was really ashamed of myself. Because in my head, I thought it was gonna be really painful in first had to if she stuffed it up. I didn't want it super visible. I wanted my mm. it to be under my underwear and all this sort of stuff. And actually, it turns out the tattooing doesn't hurt that much at all. No. At all. So, yeah, I have family on my bum cheek, and I went and showed my mum and dad. And now my mum just sort of calls things as she sees them. My dad said, so every time you wipe your bum, you'll think of us. Is that the point? And then I was like, Dad, that's not it. It was a nice thing. I've got family on my body now. And then my mum turned around and she's like, no, Jim, every time she does it doggy style, the person will just have have family on their yeah. mind. How do you think I feel when someone does me doggy style? They have my mum <laughs> staring them in the face. That it just My mum's like, hey, thanks for treating my daughter with such respect. respect. <laughs> what about when I get a slap on the bum? <laughs> oh, Annie. Just, yeah. That's such Think a, about your tattoo. Yeah, just is give it a one point? second of thought. Just like a minute of thought. doesn't have to be a lot of thought, um, but just one second and maybe, maybe think Yeah, family. maybe not too impulsive yeah. with those type of tattoos. But I don't regret it. I still think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's I'm not getting it lasered off because it's just like, well, 
Liam, that's how we made our family, baby. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, nice. Yeah. No, my brother has a tattoo on his butt and he got a best friend tattoo with his friend and it's the geekiest thing you've ever heard of. So him and his friend both got Xbox remote controls, right? Xbox 360 controls. But his is light up with player A and his friend is lit up with player B. And that to me is... That's cute. That's I like that. Oh, you that. like that, do you? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, we, I would do that, but no, sorry. You'll have to think of something else. Oh, maybe we'll just get friends on the other butt cheek. Yeah, I'll get yes. friend and you get friend. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah. So, look at us both reach to our phones. Yeah. What challenges did we do this week? Well, look, my challenge is... Do you want to go first or do I, I feel like you're always going first. Right. Am I meant to go first? You go, go first. I don't know. No, you go first. We have no system. We, we have no system. And wait for it. This is the ironic part because I did organisational <laughs> for, uh, for my challenge this and week. And it shows, Annie. It yeah, shows. It shows in this podcast how organised we really are. We're on it all the time. Yes, we run in here like one minute to to go every week because we are so disorganised and miss trams. But anyway, I did organisation and you've been to my house. Oh, yeah. It's organised. It is beyond organised. I've never seen anything like it. It's like you were selling your house and you were putting it up to say, this is what the house will look like the potential. if you buy it. Yeah, potential buyers, look at what my house looks like. I have never been so organised in my life. Brilliant. And I'm renowned for being disorganised. Oh, I wouldn't. No, you're renowned for having the word family on your butt cheek now. That's what you're known for. That's your. That's what you will be known for. So, okay, I got organised and as I was doing it, I wrote down tips. Maybe it'll be helpful for, for people. And I would like to point out it's still organised because your kids are away. Yes. You're, yeah, so clearly it's going to stay organised for at least a week. Okay, Liam and I... Uh, our house is absolutely, I cannot even explain. There isn't even a weed to be pulled in our garden. There is nothing yeah. to be done. Every blade of grass is yes. perfectly perpendicular to one another. I, it's brilliant. I've never been like this in my whole mm. life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, our kids, when we, it's um, school holidays at the moment, kids are away with grandparents um, and our house is organised and Liam had the day off. And we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Mm. We were in shock that... <laughs> you have time no, on your hands. Like, what did normal people do? They go to the movies and stuff. We looked up movies. That, the things that, that we liked weren't showing. No, no really. Nothing on. Like, we di- we sat there and looked at each other and we're like, what can we do? Should we go somewhere? We made a whole mission of going and driving an hour away to get dog food because we were that bored. <laughs> that is... How sad. I'm like, see, we're so used to disorganisation. We all- now that we've got time on our hands, we can go buy dog food. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know if, yeah, making no. it sound like you shouldn't be organised no, now. I because I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure there is many other things we could do, but we weren't used to it This at makes all. sense now why you were like, please come over as soon as you finish work. Please, please, please. I have nothing to do. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll... I'll come round, not a problem. And I got so excited that we made a tiny little mess that it took me <laughs> 10 minutes to clean up. I had some bottles to put in the bin the next day because I was like, yay. Okay, organisation, here we go. 
How okay. to be better at organising your yes. life. And particularly, okay, so it's home organisation. It's not just, you know, work or anything else. This is mm. just getting it in check at home. My first tip was functionality over aesthetic appeal oh. always. Mm. So you, okay. my I'm sorry. What? Functionality over aesthetics. This yeah. is coming from someone that has a really functional tattoo. Of family for aesthetic reasons. Yeah, that's really a hot tip from Annie right now. Okay. Sorry, I like I'm... to be a little bit of a hypocrite sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for example, our bed at the moment has two pillows and a doona and that's it. Our bed gets made every morning. Mm-hmm. When I had 17 pillows to put on the bed, they ended up on the ground and I'd be mm-hmm. running out the door each day not doing it. So, you know, that means things like you have to... Think about your daily routine and you have to work with it. So you've got a pill every day that you need to take. You put it next to your toothbrush or your keys, they go in a spot or, you know, shoes being taken off at the front door. You do like a little shoe box. Just think about what your daily routine is and roll with it. And particularly make sure you can make your bed because that's like the the number one thing that every like organisational person says. If you make your bed in the morning, you're off to a good start. Exactly. And if you want it to look super pretty because someone's coming over, do it then. But for everyday, you know, routine, Mm. just who cares about making it all fancy? A made bed has to be – I can't get into an unmade bed. So I make the bed every morning. Mm -hmm. But if Palmer's still in bed and I get home and the bed's not made, like the fury that washes over me, I'm so angry because it just makes me feel disorganised. Even though the rest of my house is a shambles, if that bed is made, I feel good. Before I get in it, I make it just so that I get into a nice bed. Exactly, because you sleep for, you know, what is it, a quarter of the day. So you actually want to be relaxed and all that. Mm. I also have a rule in our bedroom (laughs) where anything that makes us unrelaxed in our bedroom has to go. Mm. So we're not allowed to put a bill on our bedside table. <laughs> I'm serious. We're not like anything that induces anxiety, mm. it has to go. Um, Liam has um, exercise gear. No, no, that's no not allowed in our bedroom. Only it's a retreat. It's a retreat. It's You've, got to, <laughs> You've got I to. I agree with that. The other thing is with organisation and house, I think the biggest issue for me is having kids and... <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> no shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like clearly if I don't have kids, I'm in check. But I decided that we would go out and we'd buy heaps of boxes Mm. um like tubs 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 everything by the way don't buy circular of anything why always rectangular because you can't stack it or it doesn't doesn't fit it doesn't go in a corner it's just it's just ridiculous hat boxes are so weird to me oh don't buy buy square everything rectangular is round but goes in a square box why does your hat have to go in a round box that's a really good point and i've never thought of that brilliant yeah yeah i think outside the box literally (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh okay (laughs) so i had all these boxes and in them it'd be like lego in this box barbies in this box Mm -hmm. and you're Right on the boxes, this is all my post-hospitality work, when we used to um, write on the whiteboard, you know the whiteboard that says um, today's specials are this, we used to always write it in a permanent texter and not a whiteboard marker because it smudges, you you know, as you're writing it smudges off. And if I don't know, I can't believe how many people don't know that Metho takes it off. 
So each so day you get metho. A whiteboard marker. No, but if it, with a whiteboard marker, you can just smudge it and the writing's taken off. Yeah, but if you write permanent mm. on a whiteboard and then go over it with yeah, a whiteboard. Yeah, but that just takes heaps of time. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so um, you can totally do that. But on all you of could. these boxes, I have written in permanent marker. And that doesn't mean that, you know, that means that the box I have to throw out or anything if I change what's in the box. I can still use that yeah. box again. So on everything, I have to, you have to label it mm. descriptively. 100%. You can't be like random dolls. Random is the worst word. Don't ever put random on a box. What you about will- misc? No. That, that's like when you're moving house and you have like 15 bo- boxes of miscellaneous. Oh, it's no. like, what room are they going when in? When I move house, I get garbage bags and I just chuck everything. Like there's no organisation. I'm so glad we don't live together, <laughs> honestly. So I put everything in clear containers and this is the whole thing about making sure it's functional over aesthetic. So everything had a box, had its place. My girls got little Sylvanians for their birthday and they've got so many little tiny little pieces. Okay. And then if you mix them with Barbies and all that, things get lost. You need to tell people what those are because I didn't know what they were. Oh, they're like tiny little figurines of rabbits and squirrels. Super cutesy. But they've got the world's smallest, like, hairbrushes and oh, croissants. Yeah. Like when you and just find a random Barbie shoe and you're like, where did this Okay, come everything from? is about the size of a Barbie shoe yeah. in Sylvanians. <laughs> if you mix that with all the other toys, it gets lost. Oh, yeah. So now we have put a lock on the door that keeps all the containers in there and we have a one-in, one-out rule. So you want to play with Sylvanians, they come out and then you decide that you want to play with Barbies, pack up the Sylvanians, put the back box away, Bring the Barbies All right, out. Perfect world, but does that actually? It actually happens, and this is why I don't know what to do with my life now. <laughs> and I think we're going to have to do several podcasts in the week. <laughs> and we also have a one-in-one-out rule. So if you got get a present, then or you buy something, you have to, you, you know, you actually look at it and you're like. Do I want to sacrifice something in my house for this, this thing that I'm going to buy? So one in, one out rule, always. Yes. You know, my friend does that with clothes. So yes, she it will applies buy to everything. like a really expensive dress because okay, she doesn't want to be seen in the same photo. Like once she wears something on Instagram, it can never be worn again. Like I don't know who she thinks she is, Beyonce. Like you can oh. wear it again, girl. Like it's not a problem. She needs to learn about style. You so, can restyle things. So she'll buy a really expensive dress and then wear it once, sell it, and then buy, use that money to buy something else, mm-hmm. which is good because you do keep like fashion, like can stay on the trends, but I mean, it's a good rule, I guess. But Yeah, but it, that that sounds expensive. See, for me, that, that would be good. I do clothes um, sharing with one of my best mates, Kat, yeah. you know, the one that incriminates yeah. us on our, yeah. So we do, I'm sick of this top, let's swap. And we swap Yeah, wardrobes. well, we never get to exchange clothes because we don't have the same body time and it shits me so much because I want to wear all of your clothes. You got booty, I got none. Yeah. You got um, smaller boobies, I got bigger. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. It just doesn't fair. work. Yeah, but ownership is, like, seriously overrated. That's one of the biggest things with organisation. you just got to let go. You've got to let go. Mm. You know, like the candle holders, you know, you buy a scented candle and it burns all the way down. I couldn't believe how many I had in my house. <laughs> yeah. Throw it out. I'm not a candle gal. Get rid of it. The only candles I have are ones that people have gifted me or that I've gone to buy like a lot of underwear at um, 
like cotton on body and they're like, would you like this free candle? I'm like, I guess. Really, uh, I'm obsessed with scented yeah, candles. Yeah, so your house always smells really yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's because I had to change nappies for so long and our house just smelled like shit for five years. <laughs> so now I'm like a scented candle addict. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, the other thing is kids' drawings. They do a thousand drawings in a week. I have also a rule that I collect them and I'm like, that's beautiful, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. And at the end of the week I say, pick your best one. And then you only keep the best one. Yeah, there's like over 50 weeks in a year. Can you imagine? That's still a lot of (laughs) drawings. Kids do draw a lot. And it also means that they put more effort into one rather than thinking that quantity is better over quality. Mm, Because it never is. No, it's never. And like, it's just so much storage. You're saying um, don't, just don't keep any of the shit ones. Like, the recycling bin is your friend. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard because they're like, oh, if there is something that they really love, of course I'm going to keep it. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry, I'm brutal. You just got to – otherwise you drown in stuff. Yeah. And it makes you anxious. And is that drawing really worth the stress? No. Like, it has to be pretty good, you know? (laughs) Like, no. Which they almost never are. Also, outdoor toy boxes are the bomb. So all these are very specific to parenting. But outdoor toy boxes are so good. At the end of the day, all balls and bats and whatever go into a toy box that's outdoors. Brilliant. And it's weatherproof. Do it. Yeah, it's that's the best. a good idea. All right. And then, okay, so I said making your bed. Um, sheets. Um, I, fo- I did my mum's thing where I folded all the sheets into the pillowcase. You know that trick? So you keep your fitted sheet, your flat sheet, and one pillowcase. You fold them all nicely. And then you put the pillowcase of the second pillow over the top. That is. And then you shove it into your. Annie. Yeah. That is I know, I'm the most my genius thing I've ever heard. Really? I have one set of sheets and they get taken off, washed and put back on. Yeah, but Duna, it applies to Duna covers everything. Everything. Yeah, in- no, I have one. We we don't have it's the same sheet all the time. <laughs> and if it, if it rains on the sheets, we're sleeping on a mattress. Like, I'm not joking, it's pathetic. Really? I should really invest in a new sheet. Like, just one single sheet and do not. That would be great. It would change my life, but no. Really? We, just, we have a really I shitty life. I actually have <laughs> I have a lot that I can give you then. I have heaps. For a king? Yes. Oh. Sorry, everyone listening to this. We're just talking about yeah, stuff sorry, that applies bro. to us. <laughs> and then wardrobe. So, um, I you know this, I colour coordinate. All of my wardrobe. Yeah, I've seen always that. have. That's nothing new. I always do like the rainbow along. So I always start at yellow though. Red and yeah. yellow. I, it's, and not and it's not Roy G. Biv. It's not Roy G. What's that? Roy G. Biv. Like red, oh, orange. Yeah. No, right, okay, it starts yeah. at yellow for me because just that's. Your that's color. Yeah. And then it goes along and then it goes to black and then gray. And, and your wardrobe is amazing because it's very similar to Carrie's because <laughs> hers opens up into the bedroom and the bathroom's on the other side and you can walk through it. That's exactly your house, Annie. Yeah, actually it really is. I didn't even think of that. So colour coordinating your clothes is so handy because you can always find things. So I I don't have all my clothes in one rack. Obviously dresses are all done in one bit and then tops and then jackets and whatever. Always colour coordinated. And I know that sounds like lots of effort, but it only takes one time to organise it and then every time you put something away, you just put it in the right spot. And my thing is, if I wear something, take the coat hanger off, I don't put the coat hanger in the spot where the clothes 
the, the dress was hanging, I put it to the end. I know it's so simple, but you put <laughs> it on the end of, if you can imagine all your dresses are in a row, you don't take something off and put it where that dress was hanging right. in the middle of all your clothes and you'll never find that coat hanger again. You put it to the end of your wardrobe. I need to really adhere to this because my clothes are just in different piles around the house. So there's just like nude in one pile, denim in one pile. That's pretty much all that I wear is nude and denim. And that's just, I just fish through a pile and find out what I'm going to wear that night and going out. That's what I'm wearing. I, there's also this other tip that I don't really, I'm the only thing I am a bit of a hoarder about is clothes. I just love them because I'm obsessed with vintage clothing. Yeah. And like maybe I'll only wear that thing every now and then, but I just can't part with it. But there is this um, technique where you hang everything facing one direction. Yeah. And then when you wear it and you wash it and whatever, and you put it back in your wardrobe, you face it the other way. And then by the end of the year, the clothes that are facing the other way, you know you've worn, and the clothes that are facing the opposite direction, you know you haven't worn, and you do uh, uh, take all them out, look at them, <laughs> do, am I ever going to wear it, and get rid of them. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Really. How did you – you've been doing this – you're organised all the time then, if that's how you live your life. This hasn't just Just with my clothes. Just with your clothes. Just with my clothes. Just with my clothes. She could talk an hour about her clothes, obviously. Yeah, well, it's just my one thing. I love my clothes. You know I love my clothes. Um, Obviously, get rid of all the makeup you don't use. Obvious. You just have to. People say that makeup expires, and I was like, yeah, it expires when it runs out, mate. (laughs) Like, I spent $80 on this foundation, okay? (laughs) After three months of it being opened, I'm not chucking it out. No, it's, um, I don't ever accept testers. You know when you're in a, I don't know, like a high point, a shopping centre, whatever, and someone's like, have this tester, have this tester, or you get, you know, if you buy this makeup, you'll get a bag bag of free testers. Never accept them. You never use them. That primer that's in a tiny little tub. No. I know that, like, they're great to see if you can like new things, but you never, ever end up buying them. It's like have you ever? not. Like, I don't know why people take hotel soaps. Why do you want Have you ever used a tester and gone, that's really great? Yeah. Even the foundations, they don't give you enough. Once I've done it with a primer, but that was because I'd never used a primer. And I was like, this is so great. Don't you usually sit in the chair at, like, you know, the shopping centre and and get the lady or man to try stuff on you Mm. before you use it? I don't know. I'm just a – it's a haughty thing to take all it's the testers. It's a haughty thing. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, I you do just, take them because I'm like, I could use that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, for, I've got a lot of tips here. I'm just trying to see which ones are helpful. A box for receipts, obviously, or take a photo of them. I buy a charger for every room now because otherwise they go missing. Brilliant. Um, nothing – I said the bedroom, nothing not relaxing. <laughs> got to make sure it's relaxing. Um yeah, so I have, I was saying before, I say these things to myself. When I buy something, I say, do I have space for this item? And then if I say yes, then I go, do I need this item? Maybe I go, no, but I still really love it. And I go, what am I willing to donate in its place? So just three steps and then bang. You can get it. Flawed. but Yeah. I am actually flawed that you live your life like this because it's so different to mine. I'm chaos. You, but you've got to apply it. You've got to apply it. And it's all small I'd steps. I've never even heard of it until you just mentioned it. I will try, but I can't see that happening. <laughs> okay, I'm nearly at the end. Kitchen, get rid of all, buy clear 
pl- like clear containers. Mm. Put everything in clear containers. Everything. Yeah. I know it sounds like full on. Well, what other containers everything, would there be? No, but I'm saying if you buy, okay, we do leave Weebix in the box because that's just annoying. But if you buy cereal, empty the cereal from the box, put it in a clear container. Pasta, put it in a clear container. Everything in a clear container. But because you first of all can see how much you've got. Mm-hmm. Because in those boxes you buy from the supermarket, can't see you shit. can't see shit, nah. and then you end up with all these boxes. Yeah, and also everything fits better, and you can organize it in like baking section mm. or tinned goods. Obviously, you're not even putting tinned goods into plastic. No, no, that's silly. But I'm talking oh. like flour, self-raising flour, yeah. sugar. Like I feel like nuts. you. Are a spokesperson for IKEA right now because you know when no, you go into I'm like the not. IKEA kitchen and everything's like in the plastic containers, you're like, this looks so good. But would I ever do it? Probably not. And you use it really? Uh, it's actually not that expensive. Like Kmart, you can buy six containers mm. for like six dollars. And something. I buy glass containers. I don't. Oh like yeah, glass. Yeah. Sorry, glass or plastic. It doesn't really matter. And you do the permanent marker on them. So self-raising flour. You write self-raising flour. Yeah, on that's it. a good you, point. I, all these people with their label makers, they peel off. I'm sorry, they yeah. peel off. Just use a permanent marker, Bad and for you the don't know. You also, yeah, you don't know. Um, you don't know when you're running out of labels and all that sort of stuff. Nut no. like permanent <laughs> marker, cheap. Do it, mm-hmm. and then. Wrapping paper, I can't believe how much wrapping paper I had. Clip the wrapping paper with a bulldog clip. Brilliant. So it doesn't unravel. Yeah. I know. I'm a freaking genius. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and the last one, oh no, second last one is you have to get onto unrollme.com. Oh, okay. Okay. You just told me about this and it's the best thing I've ever fucking heard of. It is a website. You go on there, you put in your email address. This isn't necessarily for home. This is obviously for organisation of your life. Mm -hmm. Everything that you have ever subscribed to, it just pops up on the screen and it you just press the button, unsubscribe, 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 all the way down. You know when you are trying to unsubscribe for things, you click into the email, you're trying to find through the fine print. Why do you want to unsubscribe? Yeah, what have we done? Give us some advice. Don't need the guilt. Stop spamming me every five fucking minutes. Jesus. Exactly. No. Website, unrollme.com. It's the best. It's the bomb. And then my last tip is make sure that the people you live with are actually on board and follow through. (laughs) 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 Because if they're not, you're stuffed. So that's what I was saying about my kids. You know, get them into the routine of making their own them. bed um, and, you know, the toys thing. They have to understand. I always – I'm a massive manipulator of my kids, obviously. I'm always like, do you want a happy mum? Do you want a happy mother? Because you're having one box at a time of toys. Yeah. You're the luckiest kid in the world to even have toys and this many toys or whatever. No. You mm. can follow some rules. One rule. Exactly. Just give me one rule. Brilliant. Exactly. I And that's my tips You're organized for this week. I know. It makes it sound like I am, but I'll probably be late to work again next week. No, I, I love it. I think you're doing really good. Yeah. 
It's, You're organized, girl. I, I I'm not organized at all. And like the funny thing is, is that I'm an executive assistant. So my entire job is organizing someone else's life. Can do that with my eyes shut. I'm really good at that. But when it comes to my life, no fucking idea. Like it's just a big pile of shit. And I also have to organize my husband's <laughs> life because he's fucking hopeless. I kind of feel like I'm his mum in a way. So I have to tell him when he has to go to the doctor, you're due to go to the dentist. Yeah. Like I'm going to make you an appointment. It's pathetic. I... It, it's a, oh, I don't know how to say. It. It's a sad thing where I don't actually think I know. Well, actually, don't think I know even a single heterosexual couple where it's equal housework. Oh, I know that mm. that sounds. Maybe mm. there is one out there. Maybe there is, and I like to think that Liam has the same philosophies as me, but I still do more, mm-hmm. and. It even, you know, the stats show that working women, even if they're earning more than their partner or whatever, they are still picking up the majority yeah. of the domestic work. Uh-huh. So if we can put things in place that make everything easier. Yes, a system Give of them some a sort. a system that all they have to follow is a system, that it yeah. should work, theoretically. Yeah, it does. Well, of mine, some of them do work, <laughs> you know, yeah. and if there is any way you can make it easy because we end up doing most of the housework I and I wish I could just put my foot down and say I, and I have done it before where I go right that's it I'm not picking up people's clothes they just don't get picked up yeah. and I can't live like a slob yeah. I actually can't live like a slob and turns out they can. Yeah, they're happy. They are it. fine with it. <laughs> they're happy to roll around as like little pigs in their own filth. Yeah. But not me. I can't. And I, I, yeah. And then you have to bear the brunt of all the work. I get it that. is. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. No, totally. I understand. Um, well, thank you for those tips. I'm going to take some of them on board, but like not all of them. People are paying people now to organize their houses, you know. These yeah. are full blown jobs. I know. That people have. So. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll enlist you to come over to my house. Maybe and help this me. could be my other job now <laughs> that I'm so organized yeah. and got free time. Yeah. Well, you've got free time for the next week. So if anyone wants to get in, get One in week. real quick. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This is not Afterwards. in time. Yeah. No, yep. Sorry. No. no can't don't worry about it. Uh, well, while you were off extravaganting in the organized world, I was at home sick, as you can probably tell by my nasally voice. I've been really unwell this week. And so my challenge was to, I know we say we want to get better, like we want to be better. I had to get better. I physically (laughs) had to actually get better because I was so unwell and I knew that I was going to come in to record and I was like, I need to be better because you can't exactly just be Mm -hmm. like on air, which I know I have been and I'm sorry if anyone's heard me coughing in the background. I know, it made me like it. sound, really put a dampener on my whole segment. Just then you're so like, ah, <laughs> yeah, ah, it's ah. so bad, it's ridiculous. But I got sick I, and it wasn't just me. I think about five of my girlfriends have all been sick. Um, probably shouldn't hang out with each other when you're sick. Like I think it's a good idea to quarantine yourself. I've got like, kids, my immune system's like flying Through high. the roof, yeah. So no. good, you can hang around me. Well, the first tip I'd say to anyone is if you are fi- if you start to feel a cold coming on, um, maybe don't party because I threw that out the wall. Like, I think all my girlfriends threw were, that out the wall. Threw wow. that out the window. Oh, yeah, from yeah. the window to, to the, the wall. wall. <laughs> Um, no, so I was so like, – we were all sick, I think, on Wednesday. Thursday we were meant to go out and I said, like, I'm not going out. I, I'm like, Good Friday is I'm having a party and I want to be fresh for that. And I woke up and I was sick, but I thought, fuck it, I'm still going to party. And then I woke up so much worse on Saturday. So, like, if you feel a cold coming on, behave is the first 
tip. And that's yes. actually a pretty simple one and I can't believe I had to say that. But yep. I'll learn for next time is what I'm, I'm well, saying. Well, that's like when I lost my voice. The first tip is stop talking. Yeah. Now, that was extremely hard for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And also all of my family, I feel like they turned it up 300% in bad behaviour so I couldn't yell at anyone. couldn't tell them off. Yeah, couldn't do anything. You need to get like one of those computers where you type it in and it speaks for you. Well, it actually taught me a lot in patience. Liam, would you please pick up the dishes? (laughs) Would you please do this? Yeah, but it doesn't have any affect. That's a problem. I actually do have that on my phone because it reads out things to me all the time. Brilliant. So why didn't you use that? Because it doesn't yell. It doesn't have angry mum voice. So look, I was I was so sick. I was home. I've watched everything there is to fucking watch on Netflix. Like, it's awful. I was so bored. But I've got some tips for anyone out there that is going through a cold. So first thing, obviously, drugs. Brilliant. All right? Get your cold and flu. Throat spray. Nasal spray. Like, I was jacked the fuck up with drugs because you need them. Like, it helps. Um, but I also want to... But does it or is it placebo? No. Oh, my God. Have you so- ever used a nasal spray? For hay fever, I use one every day. Yeah, well, if you use it for congestion, you will be able to actually breathe. Right. It's brilliant. Just have one next to your bed because you'll wake up in the middle of the night and like, I can't breathe. Yeah. couple sprays, you're good to go. So definitely right. get on the nasal spray. And take your cold and flu and just drink a lot of water. I did do the apple cider vinegar route. So, you know, try to flush out your system with that. You know, like lemon juice, yes. ginseng tea, like ginseng, ginger, whatever. My friend. A gin tea of some sort. Told his mother about apple cider vinegar and you know how potent apple cider it's, vinegar is. I love he, it though. He, he meant to say one capful. You know, you take off the lid and you put mm. it in the cap and you do a shot of yeah. apple cider vinegar. He accidentally typoed it and he said one cupful. Ooh. And his mum. Don't do that because it would burn your throat. <laughs> nearly scalded her insides trying to get through a whole cup of apple cider oh, vinegar. Oh, no. Yeah. So I have, um, so I take iron every morning in, in a liquid form and I take um, apple cider vinegar and I actually use shot glasses and it's so weird using a shot glass to take something other than alcohol. Like it honestly, you brace yourself that like all oh, this is going to be tequila, like hot, brace yourself and then you take it and it's like iron and you're like, oh, that was, that was weird. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Like honestly, if you have a shot glass at home, just put water in it and drink it. It will be so weird. It's so weird because you really gear yourself up. But um. So I was Googling because, like, I started using Vicks, which uh, Vicks Vapor Rub, like, I've used it all my life, like, ever since I was a kid. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, the classic thing, like, your mum puts it on your chest when you're sick and you feel better. But I was Googling, like, why does it work and how does it work? And someone, like, said put it on your feet with socks and it will, like, stop you from coughing. And I thought, what a load of absolute shit. Like, there's no fucking way that works. How does it work? What's I'm so mumsy that I actually do that to my kids. But it fucking worked. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, if anyone is out there and you're sick, seriously, somehow, I don't know the science behind it, I don't know why it works, but if you put Vicks on your feet, put socks on, it will heal you. Obviously <laughs> not well, because I still felt sound like shit, but it helps. And... um. And I put that up on my Instagram. I was like, oh, has anyone tried this? And my cousin goes, you can also put onion. And I was like, excuse me? She said, yeah, you can put a cut onion in your sock Mm. at the bottom of your foot and put a sock on and it will help. And I thought, who the fuck wrote that? Was it Shrek? Because I know that onions have layers, but they're not that dimensional, mate. They're not going to help you. It was uh, Tony Abbott's wellness blog. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tony Abbott will never live that down. No, he likes, yeah, he would use an onion for anything. Eat it raw. Yeah. <laughs> that is he still did. the best thing on the internet is him eating that fucking onion. I'll never get Prime over it. Prime Minister of our country just eating hack, it like an apple. Just hack into it, yeah. Watch so that. I can't. My dad gets feet cramps and puts it under the fitted sheet in the bed. My an mom, onion? Yeah, I is it an onion? I think it's an onion. That's grounds yeah, it's for an divorce, onion. in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> mum was like, it's better than him getting up in the night doing his little stretches. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even care. Like, you get to that point well, in marriage, Annie, that it's just like, Well, that's meh. what one of the things said. It was like, just put half a cut onion in your room. And I was like, um, it stinks. It, it stinks. Yeah, and I'm not that desperate to get better. So, like, thank you, but no, I'm just gonna have cut onions lying around my house. And also, like, onions are really bad for dogs, and I don't want the risk of like this onion, half chopped onion, falling on the floor, of my dog eating it and dying it. Like, I don't want that to happen. Um, but yeah, so the onion theory, I don't know. I also will say, and this is like a pretty unpopular opinion, but if you really want to clear your sinuses and you don't have any nasal spray, um, just do like a teaspoon of wasabi. Really? And it will clear you the fuck out. Yeah, because you really? Just, yeah, oh my god. It's not for the faint of heart, I will say that. A whole teaspoon. A whole teaspoon of wasabi. Just like whack it on and you will feel like you're... I'll lose my eyeballs out of my <laughs> head as well, but at least I'll be able to breathe through my nose. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to what? see. Like, no, honestly, yeah. Bit All of the vessels in your face will pop. Well, yeah, just to no, just not yeah, it just clears you out. I don't know, like, I don't know. If you're if you're allergic to wasabi, don't do it. And if you are really, like, afraid of doing it, then don't. I love how this spray. is, like, and now I'm like, I don't want people. WebMD and then there's Annie and Bianca's yeah. really unsolicited <laughs> medical advice. Go and take this really hot substance and just blow yeah. your rectum off. All right, don't do that. Okay, I've changed my mind. No one do it. I don't want, like, a cinnamon challenge and people just sending me, like, videos of them taking wasabi and then suing me. Okay, I'm not, like, giving anyone advice to do this. I'm just saying it does work. Wow. Um, and another thing, because you really, like, you're sick. You need to, like, sweat them toxins out. And so... You could go to a sauna to do this, but I wouldn't recommend it because you're sick and you don't want to be. You do need to sweat the toxins out, but you also got to maintain the water intake as well. Yeah, so you've got to keep so your like, fluids up. Yeah, but sweat like so. You just want to keep everything coming out of your system. So my hot tip, and this is a really good tip, is get a big woolly blanket, get under it, and just like masturbate for a couple of hours and you'll really sweat those toxins out. It's so sad that I completely agree. Yeah, it's the funnest way. It beats going to a sauna. Yeah. And it's a really And you feel really tight because you're sick and you can't <laughs> eat, right? So you're pretty much shredding. Yeah, you're shredding. And then you come out of your sickness, but you feel so great about yeah, yourself because you you've good. got like you've got your six pack. You're feeling <laughs> really mighty fine. <laughs> so that's Fuck the wasabi one. Just do the masturbating one. All right. If you want to want to do any of these tips, trust me. Like masturbation is the key. But um, yeah, look, I clearly have gotten slightly better because I was really, really unwell, um, and I'm still not 100. percent But I've got a party to go to. What I'm about going those, clubbing tonight, um, and I'm sick, so oh, that's not a good idea. You, yeah, this is like I I know. I okay. You're allowed to be hypocritical ones. I'm allowed to. Okay. Do it. I've done as much as I can. I can't bail on this party. This is I'm about go. doing things within our means. Within our means, exactly. We want to be better within our means. Within the scope of how I can be better, and unfortunately, <laughs> I have to go to a nightclub 
while I'm sick. It's going to be such an experience. What about those, um, I've already forgotten, the machines that put the stuff in the air? A humidifier. Yeah, humidifier. those. You have one of those. I have one of those in nearly every room. Yeah, oh, I don't know what it is, but I've got yeah. you've got them in every single fucking room. I know you do. You've got them everywhere around your house. Those like um, humidity, yeah, dehumidifier. I don't have one of those. It a, no, it's a humidifier, not dehumidifier. Dehumidifying would be taking the humidity out of the air. Oh. It's a humidifier. Ooh, hanging shit on me. Oh. And then look how that turned. That was so fast. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, it's a humidifier. They are good. They're good. Yeah, well, it's the little nighttime coughs that they calm down. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, if I, yeah, I don't. I have one. You can borrow. Yeah. Actually, Bitly. Annie. Okay, I have to stop taking things from your house. Okay, <laughs> because you have given me literally everything that I've ever needed. So, Palmer and I have been trying for about the whole time we've known each other. So I think two and a half years we've known each other. We have been needing to buy a toaster. Okay, mm-hmm. and we'd go to the shops. And we'd stare at the toasters for like half an hour. We'd even pick one up. We'd walk around with it. And then for, without even saying anything, we'd just put it down and walk out. Like, I don't know. We just couldn't commit to buying a toaster. They're not even expensive. They're like 20 bucks. Like, what is that? A six pack of VB. But I, and I'll spend that immediately. But $20 on a toaster, I'm like, nah, I really got to think about that. And I'd get home and I'd want to eat toast and I'd have to cook it in the oven. And I'd be like, we really need a fucking toaster. Like, that's, yeah. we just need one, but we can't commit to doing it, Annie. I just couldn't handle it. You gave me a toaster. I could not handle that story. I'm like, no, you need a toaster. (laughs) Then my vacuum cleaner dies. Annie, mm, have my old one, which, by the way, is the best vacuum cleaner of my life because I was vacuuming, right, and I have a lot of hair everywhere and it was all over my makeup table and I was like, oh, I'll just vacuum up the hair, right, instead of wiping down the table and it sucked (laughs) up my mascara right instantly like it didn't even have a fucking problem with it it just went (laughs) and then I had to pick through the bag to pull out this fucking mascara like this is one hell of a vacuum machine like it's yeah you gave us heaters You've yes. given me everything. My whole house is decked out in anywhere. I'm going to give you sheets for your bed. Too. Yeah, oh I my can't God. handle that. You are my own personal IKEA, I and I love you for it. Thank oh, you so much. Right. <laughs> I've got containers for you and everything. And this is why, though, you have to be really organised. Because have you ever sucked up a Lego piece? Do no. you know how expensive Lego is? Oh yeah. Um, that feels like sucking up money. Mm. I would happily suck up a five cent piece over a piece of freaking Lego. Yeah, well, and it's like probably crucial to some little thing <laughs> that they're making, you know, the camper van set or whatever. Yeah. It is so hard. Well, I you spend can't... a lot of money on my mascara, so you best believe I was fishing through for that one. I was like, Jesus, that was $50. Like, get it out. But yeah, so look, these are my tips on how to get better. Again, don't use the wasabi. Um, but. Vicks on the feet works and masturbating is good. So, so buying yourself a vibrator get, was your tip. Get a vibrator, yeah. And maybe a humidifier is what Annie said, but mm, mm. I don't know. But look, we are out of here because this is the last episode of season two. Clearly it's taken its toll on you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so exhausted. Um, but we will be back in, what, a week? Yeah, we're having a week off we're so that you off. can get better. And then we're coming back. And See while we're through. gone, I think we should also say that B, one of her challenges for next season is that she's going to be doing a stand-up comedy thing. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to tell anyone where it is because, like, first time, I don't think you need a crowd. But <laughs> no. next time we will. And I said that I was going to come um, along and heckle you. That was yeah. for a bit of practice. Thank you for the support there, Annie. I 
I want to get better at heckling. Anyway, <laughs> so I invited Liam along. Oh, my God. And I said to I him. This is the best thing in the entire world that's ever happened to me, the sentence that you were about to say. Liam, I, I said to him, Liam, we're going along to um, heckle Bianca. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have a night out. And he said, she's doing a what? Stand up, honey. She's doing one of those stand up nights where anyone could get up on stage and have a routine. Um, I would like to do that. Mm. What, Liam? Liam? Yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> My most introverted, like the most introverted person on the planet, has decided that he's going to do stand up. Oh, and I, I mean, he has the confidence of a white male or whatever they say. Yeah. Because I can do anything, <gasps> mate. I feel sick oh, now. It's going to be so He's good. ruining my night because yeah. I don't know if I can go anymore. You're going to have to do I want to be better at having sex with my husband once I've watched him bomb at a comedy show. <laughs> That's going to have to be your challenge for that week. Yeah, but I might just not. I might just hop <laughs> down and just be like, nah, nah. So we will see everyone back for season three and hopefully in the time between season two and three we will actually get better at having a better intro for you because we know everyone hates the song and we're going to change it. We but promise. if you open up at season three and the intro's still there, we sorry get- about <laughs> it. <laughs> sorry about it. We only had a week off. We can't spin, you know, needle into thread. We can't do everything. No. Sorry. No. But we're trying our best. We're doing our best and we will be better. We will. <laughs>